Brainstorming and pitching ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Mulma. I'm Aaron Sorrells, the unemployed alcoholic. I'm the Down River Diva, Stephanie Ann. And I'm JD, the smile hustler, the people's champ, baby. <laughs> and this is Creativity Wasted. You look like a nerd, bro. That's what it is. It's cool. <laughs> Nerds are hot now. They're getting their dicks up. They're making big money. They're driving fancy cars. They got the new motherfucking goggles. What's the meta, the meta quests and all that shit. Everybody fucking with nerds now. Yeah. See? Look at it. Nerd it up. Look, look at it. Nerd it yeah. out his shit. You That's got, nerd you guys know shit, the metaverse? Baby. Come on, man. We all up in the metaverse. What? Man, I own, a, I own two islands and a yacht in the metaverse. You know, I, I own the biggest comedy club in the metaverse. The Soapstone Comedy Club in Horizon World. We got 11,000 people a week coming through. Wow. Is that your idea, Aaron? Did we want to just sort of awkwardly transition to, to that as your idea? Well, it, it wasn't that awkward of a transition until you made it awkward. <laughs> I'll cut out the awkward part. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, he is the king. He is the king of awkward. He is the king of awkward. <laughs> yeah, I am the king of awkward. Aaron, if we're not friends on Facebook already, be my friend. For real. Absolutely. Oh, she about to be in your DMs. I won't. She about to be all. Hey, look at hey, hey. <laughs> Tom and I, when we first started talking about this, I, I threw it out on the Michigan Comics Network because there's not a whole lot of comics that have an awkward and, and want to get in and do it, you know. So I was, I've been trying to think, I got to figure out a way to bring more comedians in to experience it. I've got three Oculus sets, and so maybe there's a place where we get together and, and just uh, just try it out, you know. It's just like dope, man. You got to let them try it, right, yeah. get addicted, then they'll go out here and put their little money together, get them an Oculus. What, are they 350? Yeah, they're 354 or something. something yeah, like that, 354. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You pay 700 for that goddamn PlayStation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once people get into it and they're like, wow, this is a dynamic, real-world conversation. You know, this, this is new shit. all happening, yeah. I have an omnidirectional treadmill that I bought. Can you use that? Maybe? Absolutely, yeah. That'd be, that'd be a huge yeah. asset to have. Most people will put a headset on and have the hand controllers, and they'll just sit down. Because wow. you can move around with your joysticks and whatnot. But then you got some people that will play standing up. Like if I'm going to perform in there or your host or anything, like I'm always standing up because, you know, you just got the feel, you know, you grab the real feel. Yeah. But then you got some people like I know some people in there that have like huge spaces and they're literally like they're not using the joysticks at all. They're just walking around and turning. And and I mean, that that is the feel like total immersion. You're there when you're they're in it. They yeah, in yeah. the world. With your treadmill, you all over the place. You the man in the world. You everywhere, baby. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if I take this red pill, like I can't get out of this nature. It's once you're in. Well, okay, so put it this way. There's only about 300,000 people in Horizon Worlds right now. They intend on bringing 1 billion new users into VR by the end of the decade. And that's the truth. Yeah. And, like and they're going to do it. But they, but they, here's the thing, they're forcing you to go that route, like with the PlayStation Four. It's dead date. I think it's supposed to be like September or October of this year. It's like they're not making nothing else for the four. Is either get with the five or kill yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and PlayStation already low key 
was already training you from the three when they did the wine. They want you to get used to having stuff in your hand. The whole way Minecraft and Mario Brothers, how they even structured it, was to get your mind 100% ready to the complete VR. Absolutely. They program your brain to get ready first before they sell you the capitalistic thing that's going to make them billionaires. It's been 20 years in in the making. I mean, actually, I personally know a guy who's got a, a, a VR platform that's about ready to launch maybe sometime later this year. It's been in development for over 20 years. And these the big boys, Meta, well, you know, formerly known as Facebook, they're going to be the biggest player in this for sure. That's why they bought out the NBA. What? Oh, Listen, let, me, let, me, let me help you. The person whose name gets said the most when the NBA plays as far as the endorsement, that's who's running the league. They pay the highest ticket to get their name said the most, okay? Huh. MetaQuest, they're the highest NBA endorser there is because they realize the technology that they have is best made to enhance the viewing, the viewership mm-hmm. of basketball. Yeah. Not football, because it don't football moves too robotic. Yeah. Whereas basketball got twisting, turning in the air. We can yeah. keep turning this camera, diving into the stands. The fans are right up on it. Being at a game is like being inside the metaverse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was a no-brainer for them to say, we'll just buy you out. We'll be the main endorser of the NBA. Some crazy deal they did, like eight, 10-year deal. And now everything the NBA is pushing towards when it comes to the vision of, the visual of it, 100% yeah. virtual metaverse, the, the, the scope, all the, the technology, everything is all wired Facebook to say. Yeah, it's all wired in the cell. That's why they keep showing like inside the NBA and all that. That's why they go to the tw- always showing the Twitter feeds and all the memes and blah, 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 blah. It's all to sell all of this, bro. Aaron, can we get into some details on, on the idea and or what you're doing with the comedy thing? Like, how- Yeah. I uh, came into Horizon Worlds, which is Meta's like VR platform. They've got Horizon Venues, which was where they got the basketball games. You know, they've got Horizon Worlds, which is basically the main area where people can come in and build worlds. Um, and then they've got Horizon Workrooms which is where people will meet uh, for collaborations, for professional office type stuff. So I came into Horizon Worlds when it was still under their beta test. And so I I got lucky, really. I came into this when there were just a handful of programmers involved. and, And I met some wildly talented people. And we got to work building what at the time I had hoped was going to be the biggest comedy club in the, in the metaverse. And now, uh, that's what we've done. <laughs> you know, we built this place called the Soapstone Comedy Club. And if somebody downloads Horizon Worlds, it's one of the first worlds that they see. It's to, on most days, it's the most popular destination in all of Horizon Worlds, which is wow. basically the metaverse. Oh, yeah. It's wow. this. And, and I'll tell you what, though, you can hear how proud I am of it, but it wasn't just me. Like, there, there have literally been like hundreds of people that have contributed to building this up and, and this this culture that we've developed. And like it's and it's and I'll tell you what, it's a clean comedy club and we've gotten pushed back and, we, and we've had to fight some battles. But I'll tell you what, because it's clean, it's opened up some conversations about respect mm. and about treating each other well. 
Because I'll tell you what, there are some garbage people in the metaverse. Yeah. Because there's people in the universe. Exactly, exactly. And there's people that come in and start spouting racist stuff just to hurt Mm. people. There's people that come in and start spouting homophobic stuff and just this terrible stuff. And and we stand up and we say, No, we're not does their avatar just disappear? Like, well, boom. I got a sword. I got a sword. <laughs> you got a sword. And it's so, you so stab him with a sword. We got <laughs> tools. That's all I'm saying. We got tools. <laughs> Boy, said we got tools. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We protect our people that come to that, to come to the soapstone, you know, and that has helped us build this culture of people that appreciate each other, people that respect each other. You know, we got our problems, you know, every place does, but you know, it's, uh, it's cool. What, what we have come together and built, it's going to be this front and center thing years from now. We're in the very, very beginning stages. It's like if we had the first biggest YouTube channel, and, you know, it's, it's just, it's so cool. It's so cool. And to see, like, one of our core philosophies in, in there, like, I, I got this to-do list. It's a yellow pad of paper that's on my desk backstage at the Soapstone Comedy Club. And it's, it's got three things written down on it. One is empower leaders. So I'm getting a group of people around me that want to lead, and I'm putting them in spots to lead. I'm empowering leaders. The second thing on that list is to encourage people towards the spotlight. So when people come into that club, this is an open mic that they can find accessible. Tom, you were talking about how hard it is to get on stage in in certain rooms. You know, this is an open mic that people can walk into this room, go up and hit this yellow button, and they got three minutes of stage time. And they can get up on stage and they can try their dream. You know, is that how it always works? Like all day, 24-7, th- there's a yellow button and you just go up? No MC? So when, when, if we got a headliner coming in or if we got a show, we, we do scheduled uh, events every night of the week. In fact, right now there's an event going on uh, called Morkin Monday. And it's this, this dude that is just a beast on stage. He's Robin Williams reincarnated. Ah. Like this dude has more energy and and more movement and more words than the five of us uh, combined. So I gave him his own show, you know, and it's called Mork and Mondays. And every Monday he gets the stage and I just let him do whatever he wants to do. Uh, uh, But that show is going on right now. So during that, what we do is we got a producer up in our producer booth um, and we're doing that instead of the open mic. But there's also multiple rooms like we can only be in one place at one time. So he's doing that in one room, but you know, as more people come in than can fit in the room, they go into another room, and uh, and then that's the everyday open mic happening in that room. Okay, so. all right. But it's at a certain time the open mic. Yeah, it's not twenty four seven. No, it's twenty four seven. Oh, okay. Like there, there's the, almost always time. there's somebody uh, in the soapstone d- doing some comedy. I I've I've woken up at six a.m. on a Sunday morning and pop the headset on to go check it out. And there were two rooms full of people doing comedy. (laughs) And and it's not always comedy either. You know, sometimes it's people just hanging out, like talking, you know, and and some like we got a fire pit outside the club. So sometimes people are hanging around the fire pit. Musicians, we get musicians that come through. Like in the metaverse, this is so funny. It's so cool. It's like, who run the is, world, nerd? Who run the world, nerd? <laughs> now, is That's there a, a line to perform or, or like a, 
do, do people just perform and then they just hop back to the back of the line and then perform again? <laughs> yeah. So that, that yellow button that I talked about, you know, somebody yeah. signs up by hitting that yellow button. And then if somebody right behind them wants to sign up, they hit it and it just starts a list. When the one person hits three minutes, boom, it kicks them off stage. And beautiful. then the clear for the next person. Yeah. The programming, like I'm telling you, like I've been able to work with some of the best programmers on the planet when it comes to this. They said their laptop crashed. Ah. So your comedy thing, your avatar just pops up on the stage when it's time. You don't have to like walk up there. No, you have to walk up there. Yeah. Oh, you do. And it, it's so someone announces your name or it says your name in text. Like you're so up. If, if we have a host that's work in the room, then that host will introduce people, but they don't have to be introduced. Their name is on the, it's in big lights, you know, uh, so people can see who it is. And also everybody in there has a giant floating name tag above their head anyway. So even the crowd, that's like, that's how Horizon yeah. World works. Yep. Yep. Every avatar that's in there has the, a name tag. Now it's not somebody's legal name. It's like mine says unemployed alcoholic. Is Horizon Worlds, are they all human-like avatars or is it like a bunch of furries and like, uh, no, it's all human in Horizon Worlds. Like the way they differentiate themselves is with the like the physiological realism of facial expressions and stuff so it's all people and like there's body language and facial expressions and mouth movement as people are talking you know it's all very uh, it's all very real do people ever rush the stage is there code that keeps like yeah, we've, we've got a force field that goes up over the stage. So only the person who's supposed to be on stage can be on stage. And if anybody else comes up and rushes the stage, they'll get teleported to the back of the audience. In order to get up in the producer booth, you have to be teleported up there. And only people who are pre-approved can go up there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fully functioning comedy club in the metaverse. I mean, actually, in some ways, it's, it's better. Because like you said, that force field over the stage... Uh, there's some times when I, I would have felt a little more comfortable if I had a forest field. Is there like and a cheap version of the Oculus that a broke bitch could buy? To tell you the truth, that is the cheap version. They got yeah, but I say three fifty is the real. cheap version. What you yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got to like, sell more features. Like, cheap. Like, you can't get no cheaper than three fifty right now. You can't use Google cardboard. Sell more feet pictures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Got to sell more feet pictures for that. Okay, <laughs> but it's summertime and the toes are going to be good. So why not? <laughs> JD, if you got a headset, in all seriousness, man, I'll put you on a headliner show on a Saturday night, and uh, and, and we'll do it up, man. Well, um. I, th I think we can wrap it up. Uh, you guys have any shows you want to plug or podcasts or yeah, virtual yeah. events, whatever? First, I have my podcast, Sanctioned by Stephanie, one-on-one -on -one interviews with uh, comedians in the scene here in Michigan, Detroit. My second podcast is Milk and the Millennial, me and my girlfriend, Emberly. We just talk <laughs> all kinds of shit. And then I also have Off the Rails with Knuckleheads Comedy. That is a, a webcast that we do every Sunday night. We live stream it at 7 p.m. Yeah, you can check us out. During the summer, we're gonna take some time off though, but it's a really, really fun time. Um, we go through all kinds of pop culture stuff. And in June, on Father's Day, I am producing a show at Saucy Brew Works in downtown Detroit. It's from uh, 7 to 9 p.m. The guest spot is going to be my friend Cherie Ledbetter. The uh, feature is Kara Karachi, 
and headlining is Shawnee D, the legendary Detroit radio, Detroit comedian. She's amazing. And after that showcase, we're doing an open mic lottery. The winner of that open mic lottery will be the guest spot for the following month. I do an open mic every Friday night at Fireside Inn Dive Bar in Redford. Check me out on Instagram, the Down River Diva. And on Facebook, you can follow me, Stephanie Ann. Was that was that all our time? Is that the last? <laughs> We're done. Don't hate because I'm doing the most. <laughs> Just go to all my social media, Smile Hustle One on Twitter, Smile Hustle One on Instagram, Smile Hustle One on Snapchat, JD Smile Hustle on Facebook. There's a lot happening, and I am the prognosticator of it all. Okay. Um, anything across Michigan and across this tri-state region area, you can get on my page and I'll let you know what's popping because it's a lot going on. We are back out the house, baby. The best way to get a hold of me is my website, theunemployedalcoholic.com. Uh, if you are in virtual reality, the Soapstone Comedy Club, you can find me there in Horizon Worlds. If you're interested in the metaverse and this whole process of building out the biggest comedy club in the metaverse. Me and Jason Earls, uh, who's a great comedian out of Dallas, Texas, he and I do a podcast called Well Metaversed. Each Friday we record uh, an hour-long episode, uh, actually on Tuesday at 1 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, we live stream that on a bunch of different social medias and, and my YouTube channel, which is The Unemployed Alcoholic. I've got another podcast called Clean Comedy Time, where me and my friend Brian Atkinson, we talk to comedians that perform with us on live shows, and and we talk about the good, the bad, and the funny. And uh, Kara Karachi, who you just uh, mentioned, uh, she's been on that podcast a couple times. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon so if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.